You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat, the designer, are going to talk about a mystery team entering the Dame Lillard trade talks. Could it be the Chicago Bulls? We'll see how much faith we have in that. We're also going to preview the Martin Rosen season. And could Nerlens Noel be a target for the Chicago Bulls? We'll get to all that and more. That's the one. That's, that's how you finish it. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That is Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat, a mystery team has entered the conversation for Dame Lillard trade. Now, we know that his preferred destination is the Miami Heat, and this has brought every question or a question to every Bulls fan mind is, could the Chicago Bulls be that mystery team in the Eastern Conference? And me and Pat, the designer, are here to step on your hearts, thoughts, and dreams and tell you no. Yeah, probably not. No. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. The part that made me laugh hard was because I'm like, the Nerlens Noel target at the end seems so much more likely. Now, listen, <laughs> AK surprised us with Vooch. It would be a pre- pleasant surprise if you went out and found a way to get Dame because I think we're coming to a point in the Damian Lillard trade where at this point, Dame just doesn't want to be in Portland, right? Like, like we're, we're, we're there now where it's like, yes, I only want to play in Miami. I'm ready to go to Miami. The 2K team would be in shambles. I don't know if you've heard this yet when playing Portland on the game. It literally talks about Damian Lillard in Miami as if he's not there. <laughs> that is hilarious. Like the announcers are literally just like, Dame wanted to come to Miami, and so he got the force out of, of Portland after having a long career there, and you're playing him on Portland. It's crazy. But he just doesn't want to be there. Realistically, do the Bulls have a shot? I don't think so. I think that we, we're kind of in agreement there. But if they were to go after him, I mean, you're talking about moving on from DeMar DeRozan, pairing Damian Lillard up with Zach Levine, who they already have a relationship together from their team USA time, and they've been remained close as far as I know since then. Um, I think that the pairing of Damian Lillard and Vooch would be really nice. And uh, I think that that would be that would reinvigorate this Bulls fan base as a whole. But realistically, I think looking at kind of the Eastern Conference and teams that we we were kind of talking about some of the teams that might be in it, maybe a Boston Celtics, right? Because you're going for broke with this Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum team, and you realize the point guard's the missing piece. Uh, maybe a Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, if, if Portland's basically just like, we don't want Harden, but we also will deal with it just to get rid of, or just to get something back basically on the other end, and we'll just let him do what he does. Uh, and maybe, I, I guess, long shot team we said is Atlanta, right? Atlanta would be the other one that's interesting. Here's what we didn't bring up. Could an Orlando Magic be on there? Could an Orlando Magic go for broke? We got nothing but forwards bro, and look, picks. Look, I, I understand it was Mexican Independence Day this weekend, bro. <laughs> we know that, that, that you borderline Hispanic. No, it's not happening. Hey, bro, I just, I just, no. I just like tacos, bro. I just like tacos, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I fool with the bro Chicago. I love when they host these Independence Days in Chicago, bro, because the food is elite. 
Oh, for sure. It's so elite, bro. They be so lit with it. I love it. Let's do it. Uh, But no, man, I just... um, Shout out to the Pastelitos, bro. Shout out to the Pastelitos. It goes crazy out here. But uh, you you just go get the street tacos at 3 a.m. And then old girl's like 825. And then it's like six foot nine Mexican dude. Rolls up behind you to make sure you pay, and then he drifts back into the shadows. Yeah, That's what we do. Yeah, but as long as you pay, everything's good. As long you get as you an pay. ice cold McDonald's. Everything is great. Everything as long is as great. you pay. But I've seen a guy try not to pay. Oh, I see. I I don't hang out with that. That is a hilarious time. <laughs> that is but, a hilarious time. But real talk, like I, the Bulls have no chance. Listen, I get it. Keep hope alive. All that good stuff. I love you guys. It's not happening, bro. It's not happening like it's just no way that it happens and watch now that i've said that like three times tomorrow the chicago bulls have moved lonzo ball's yeah. contract and and demar Derozan for dame little i'm just gonna be sitting here like well now let me ask you this outside of everything we think about this team just as who they are and who they've always been and jay reinsdorf right are they any more of a long shot than any of these other teams feel like because, like, to me, the Milwaukee Bucks feel like a long shot. The Celtics still kind of feel like a long shot. Philly feels like the longest shot out of all of them, right? Well, it depends on what. See, the thing that we don't know is exactly what the the Portland Trailblazers are Portland's looking for in this. Is, in this yeah. Because if they plan on, they want to allow their young players time well, we to We know what they're looking and, for. Jaime Hawkins. That's what's holding this whole thing up. Go ahead. That's crazy. But (laughs) because it's not like they were getting a huge, that they're going to get a huge haul back from Miami. Like, all Miami can offer is two first round picks outright and tons of pick swaps. And Nikola Jovic, who has tons of potential, but I I mean, Jaime Hawkins. But. We don't. So, like, the thing is, is that while, yes, a lot of these teams sound and look like long shots, but it's like, what does Portland want? Because Portland has a lot of their own first, right? Yeah. So if they just want to say, hey, give us some first back so we have more bites of the apple, we're going to allow Scoot and and Shaden and, and whatever to develop naturally over time. We're not trying to win games here soon. Then... You never know, right? So I do think that there is a chance that the mystery team that comes in is a possibility just because you're not going to get a huge, oh, you're not going to get a huge set of assets back from from the Miami Heat. But ultimately, like everybody, all that's like, honestly, if they're just going for the most first round picks and probably a a, a nice young piece, Boston, no, the New York Knicks have tons of picks. Yeah, Knicks. So, I mean, it's like in, in the New York Knicks, we know they want to start now. Would they be willing to come off of, because that would be interesting with Jalen Brunson there, but like them, I guess the Brooklyn they, Nets, have, they have some picks there too, right? At that point, here's the tough part about, like, I don't think that you're wrong because, right, Dame, play, Dame basically comes in there to be the two in that situation, right? Because Brunson's your, your point. But, like, isn't that just recreating what Dame had in Portland just now in New York? Like, I get that that's more fun, but is that the winning situation? We saw twice, like, right? Like, they rebuilt this thing with the same piece, basically, to say, hey, this still does not work. Like, I would do it. Do it. Oh, please do it, Knicks. Please do it. I'm not even going to lie to you. Would it suck that Dame goes to New York? Absolutely. Because they would go out there and be regular season dogs. But please do it. Because we know that dynamic does not work. 
the New York Knicks could possibly have four first-round picks in next year's draft. And then the year after that, they could have five. They could have five first-round picks in the The draft after that. The Knicks are sitting on a bunch of potential first-round picks, bro. It's crazy. How many of them they going to miss on? Four picks. They miss it it on four in one year, possibly. So next year, they have a pick from the Dallas Mavericks, which is top 10 protected. Yeah. So if it's anywhere between 11 and 30, the Knicks keep it. The Knicks are probably keeping that pick. So Okay, fair enough. And then they have another 2024 first-round pick. Uh, This one is actually protected by the Detroit Pistons. That one's uh, unprotected 19 through 30. They have their own first round pick they outright. That pick. They have their own first round pick outright. They also have the Washington Wizards first round pick that is top twelve protected. If it falls eleven, they're not 30, getting that pick. Either, they get that. Think. So you know, like they just like. So if here's what I'll say though: Would you rather, if you're the Portland Trailblazers, would you rather take pick swaps or the potential of picks that could turn into a lot like? Could turn into a lot because I tell you what, Dallas Mavericks, depending on how that their season goes, that that pick could convey. You might get the Mavericks pick. I get. I guess the question is right. Like, I don't know. That's that's tough because one, I don't think Portland will be as terrible as everyone else probably does for the long term. Because I do think that they got players on that team they could play if they could just stay healthy. And now they actually can't shut them down at the end of the year, so they got to play, right? No, they just can't shut down stars. Oh, yeah, that's true. They can, they can shut, shut down, down all of them, can't they? Yeah. That's true. So you, uh, it's just hard to get. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that. What about if you're a team with no stars? With no stars. <laughs> shut the whole team do down. We do. forfeit. We forfeit. We so, and, and so <laughs> even with all the pick swaps, the Knicks also own their own first-round pick outright for the next five years. So they got tons of things they can throw. Like, if a team, if it's just assets, the New York Knicks have more than enough to throw at it. I would, yeah. Uh, maybe even... Well, no, Brooklyn still ain't got picks. Brooklyn still ain't. We talked about that today. Brooklyn's still giving up picks from uh, the KG trade. Bro, that's KG crazy. ain't been in the league for that's, five that's years, crazy. seven years. When KG retired, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, the Knicks, I guess, now that you explain it that way, is probably the team that's realistically in the conversation and is probably the team that could convince Dame to come um, outside of Miami. But I I don't know like that's a that's an that's an interesting one. I don't think they'd win, but maybe right like maybe the Portland dynamic just didn't work because it was in the West. Like there's a lot of teams I got to look at where I'm like, if y'all in the East, y'all probably six time champions. <laughs> Bro, the the Brooklyn Nets will be giving up their last first round pick in that KG trade in 2025. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. KG's been retired for a decade. I love that Jay Z just used it as like a uh, as a build up the Brooklyn Nets brand. Uh, yeah, Let's get that's all it was. Remember he like he like bought a, he bought the Nets and then was like, we moving them to Brooklyn. Part, part owner, let's, part let's, owner. he was yeah. a part owner. He's like, let's move them to Brooklyn and then let's just have fun. Like let's just let's get well, a real the, swap. The, KG's well, last year was 2015. People don't talk about the fact that Jay Z got swindled in that Brooklyn ownership, like. 
so so they restructured the the shares, which then whittled down Jay Z's ownership share to less than one percent, and then he sold it. So it's like, but anyway, that's this isn't the stock market. Uh, we're next up. We're gonna get into our preview for Demar Derozan. Uh, before we get into that, before we get into that, I gotta talk to you guys about our sponsor, and that's Fanduel. Snap into action this season with Fanduel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, Pat. We're continuing our previews heading into the season, and today we are uh, on DeMar DeRozan. What are your expectations for DeMar DeRozan in 2023-24? My expectations for DeMar are the same ones that I wanted him to have last season. Still be a dominant scorer. Still be a guy that can go out there and absolutely get a bucket. Um, and and But take that step back to being the clear number two so that the team can thrive. And I think we saw that more in this after Pat Bev, I keep saying the second half of the season. When I say that guys just assume, I mean, when Pat Bev showed up, I know it's like 14 games, 15 games, whatever it was, but what is it? It was like 20, 25 games, something like that. 24. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But like, I know it's weird, right? Remember the all-star break used to be at the middle of the season. Not anymore, but uh Realistically, right, like to me, that is the that was the time where our Chicago Bulls looked their best, looked the most efficient, looked the most fluent because there was a clear direction that they were going in offensively. That was Zach Levine being the number one. DeMar coming in, still being able to get buckets. DeMar still averaged 22, I mean, 23 points in that time. 24, 25. Him and Zach were basically averaging the belt, the same thing on the same efficiency. That is, that is what you want to see from your team because now you know, and and you still can be the guy in the clutch. You still can be, even though you you were pretty bad at it last year, but you can still be the guy that right when we go to him, uh, we know that he's got this historic record in the clutch and stuff like like all those things can still be true as long as Zach Levine, I guess, is okay with it, uh, which is would be weird if he's not because Demar wins games. But I just think that throughout the game when Demar's playing that taking that little bit of a back seat, we saw the Bulls thrive more. It doesn't mean I don't still need you to, need to see you go out there and be that mid range assassin that you are. I think on the flip side of that, it's kind of the same conversation as Zach, but to a less degree because you know what Demar is, right? I do like when Demar actually gives that little bit of effort on defense. Just, just, just smidge. I, that's all I need. Fourth quarter, you can take the other three off. If in the fourth quarter with seven minutes left, you start playing real defense, that's the all. DeMar DeRozan for, brother. defended as many baskets last year as DeMar DeRozan. She actually defended a lot of baskets if you think about it, though. Yeah, a lot of missed free throws game. on yeah. a lot of missed free throws on her watch. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh I, I love it. Uh, how many games do we need DR? Do we need to do a a, a player evaluation on DR DeRozan <laughs> as well? <laughs> she had a she had a bigger impact than Pat Bev did in that Raptors game. <laughs> you ain't never lied on that one, I'm brother. You saying, ain't never bro. lied on I'm that one. I'm just saying. That's crazy. Um no disrespect to Bev. You know I love you, brother. <laughs> Overall, man, I, when I look at DeMar and the things that I want to see from DeMar is just do what he does well, right? Come in there, and like you said, and 
not to say that he should just come in and just say, oh, I'm taking a back seat. But like, as long as the, pe- the other players are ready to step up and they show that they're ready, if it, if it constitutes winning, DeMar should be willing to take that step back. And so I hope that we see that from DeMar. Um, but ultimately, like, we still need the things that DeMar bring, right? We want to see him get back to being the clutch player because, like you said, last year wasn't as good as his first year here, yeah. right? Um, we want to see him be able to, you know, we're going to need him when the Bulls can't score a bucket. He, but his ability to either get a bucket or get to the free throw line or do both is always going to be key for DeMar. And I think ultimately, like DeMar DeRozan, it, 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 in a season where he is – going into a contract year it needs to be a season of sacrifice in my opinion for the chicago bulls but this team has to show that they're ready to make that next step outside of just him yeah and i think realistically here's here's the one thing too for me with with seeing demar and and the dynamic of this team working together is i just i just gotta see a sense of leadership from someone on this team that when this team gets down i got it when this team starts, I got it. And I'm not even talking about from a scoring aspect. I'm talking about from a getting your team back in the right mindset. If Zach Levine needs needs help in that department, I, I think, I believe we've seen DeMar do that. He did it in Toronto a little bit, and I didn't work versus LeBron. But, right, like, I feel like we just haven't seen that, or maybe it's t- something that hasn't been public here. Somebody's got to pick up that Pat Bev slack. Yeah. I'm still wondering who that's going to be. Right. Like at this point, I'm like, let's see what Julian Phillips has got. Maybe some fresh blood in here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, is he going to come in with the Joakim Noah? Although, oh, ooh, I know we, we didn't talk about this, by the way. Uh, uh, Tory Craig ran Joe's number now. We, they swapped that out. We never, yeah, I know, about right? That. I know, a right? Gross. A little, a little gross. Yeah. Maybe it's Tory Craig. Maybe Tory Craig is the guy. I don't know. I just need somebody. I, I'd love for it to be DeMar to step up because I, the one thing that we do know about DeMar, DeMar's elite um, as a score. DeMar's arguably probably going to be a Hall of Famer, I think. And I would love to have DeMar DeRozan on this team as a part of a team that finally sees the ultimate success or as a part of the team that finally gets to that success point. I just don't think that you can do that with him basically taking the shots like he's the number one. Now, the thing about that is, too, sometimes you got to. Sometimes you got to have that step-up moment. Zach Levine's off. That's when you want to see DeMar DeRozan step up, right? Same with Nikola Vucevic. But realistically, it became too much of a one-on-one, your turn, my turn last year. I think that Javon Carter will help with that. Hopefully, Kobe White possibly stepping forward as a point guard will help with that as well. And uh, we'll see We'll see a lot more success out of this team this year. Yeah, I mean, we, we will hope so. I mean, I think ultimately, like, this team has to be has to be ready and willing to st- to 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 step up as a whole, right? And we have to have players that do that. Um, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, man. I think that Demar and his role is clear. We know what Demar brings. We know what Demar is great at here, and we know how to how to kind of get the best out of that. We've seen a version of that to start the season where this team initially came together. Um, so we'll see, man. Is Demar Derozan still in the way of people who are that we want to see develop? Oh, absolutely. But I still say they still have to take it, though. He's absolutely in the way, but he still has to take it. So let's go on to uh, Jace Medical. I had read real quick there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> appreciate you guys for showing love, man. 
Uh, everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. That Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication, delivery, and ongoing consultation and care. Do not get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting this life-saving antibiotic with Jace Medical Case plus an additional $20 off by using the code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Promo code LOCKEDON. All right, Pat, last topic of the day, man. Um, Nerlens Noel was cut. The Bulls have not a lot of size. We don't have a lot of depth at the center position. So the Bulls look at maybe waving Carly Jones to bring in Nerlens Noel in 2023. <laughs> Bro, it's so crazy that I've seen so many people leave comments and say, Nerlens Noel is the rim protector we need. Bro, like, Nerlens Noel's wife doesn't even say she needs Nerlens Noel, bro. Jesus like we we Christ. good. I don't know about <laughs> like that. we That's get over tough. here, bro. Dang. We get over here, man. Um, watch. <laughs> now I gotta Google this, man. Watch he go I don't even know if he has a wife. Right. I'm, like, I, I'm like Jesus Christ. Like that's a tough joke, there, brother. Uh, I don't see a spouse in there. So okay, the, the joke is in the clear. We're good. Um, yeah. No, well, I, 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 technically she's saying she don't need him. He hasn't found her yet. So. Hey, somebody's got him. Um, I, I don't know. Nerlens Noel is a weird. He's one of those guys who like has gone through that weird, like the NBA basically just said, we don't need you anymore. Like you said, right. And I, I don't know if that's because he can't play or just because, you know, he's, he, he's not in the right system. Like Nerlens Noel kind of is a player that fits a Billy Donovan type of system because he's basically just a, an at size five that can play an undersized role, but there's just the, the game just never evolved into something where you were like, Oh yeah, I feel confident about throwing this guy out there on the offensive end on the defensive end. Sure. But you know what? I got Andre Drummond. I got uh, Patrick Williams. I got, I mean, listen, Javante Green's still hanging around this team. If I need something, I can call on him, sign him to a 10 day and put him back on the team. Like I just, I don't see a spot where Nerlens Noel fits on this team realistically. And I, I don't see, I don't know what's happened to his game. You know what I mean? Like he's one of those other guys. We we would talk about Jaleel Okafor. Don't ask why before this thing started. And he's one of those guys that he got to a point where you were like, oh, okay, I can kind of see how Nerlens Noel can fit on some other teams as a role playing big. And now it's just like, what, what are we seeing from this guy? You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm out on Nerlens Noel. I think the league is, is out on Nerlens Noel. And that's, uh, that's, that's sad to say. I think he's got braids now. Oh, shout out to shout out to that. Um, Nerlens Noel, I, bro, I I can't give you any analysis on Nerlens Noel. He played in four games last season for the for the Brooklyn Nets, uh, fourteen for the Detroit Pistons, and in that time he averaged a whopping uh, two point three points per game. I'm good on that, bro. And people say that Nerlens, he's the rim protector we need. Nerlens Noel averages one and a half blocks per game for his career. 
If I'm not mistaken, doesn't Nikola Vucevic average like 1.1? Now, in his defense, when he was on maybe New York or, or OKC, one of those, I think he was up above two and a half blocks a game. One year in, in New York, he averaged 2.2 blocks per game, which is drastically putting up his average. What's what's the uh what's the highest the, other than that? What yeah, what's his highest other than that? First year in Philly, 1.9 blocks per game. It's pretty good. It is pretty good pretty for good. a rookie in two th- that was 10 years ago almost. That's pretty good. No, for sure. I'm just I, and and look, the problem is right, we're sitting here trying to give you an evaluation of a player that realistically that has doesn't have numbers for the last 5 years. <laughs> so that tells you all you need to know about what Nerlens Noel is and maybe he can have that bounce back thing. I, I don't know. Um, but clearly there's a reason that other teams aren't looking at them. It's not like teams don't need defenders and they still don't want to go out and get an Erlens Noel. And you know why? Because it, at this point, unless you're an elite one-on-one defender, unless you're an elite center in this NBA, uh, just as a defender, right? I can go out and find a young dude that can block shots. And that's what most teams are going to do. Julian Phillips is supposed to be a pretty good def- uh, uh, defensive player. I guarantee you, if he can play any defense and block shots, he's going to be the Chicago Bulls center for at least 25 games. Especially, well, Billy Donovan. Yeah, you know I mean, small ball. I'm waiting, I'm still waiting for the death of small ball, man. It's never going to happen, bro. Die. It's, it's the dumbest thing in the world. We're playing basketball. The rim's 10 feet tall. Billy Donovan has an aversion to dudes who are uh, close to the rim. No, he wants them close to the rim. They just have to jump up pretty, pretty after. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 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 you can follow me on everything at Path of Design. You can follow us both on everything. At Locked On Bulls. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. <laughs> Remember, Billy Donovan wants him close to the rim. Oh, my God. You guys can follow me at C-E-O-A's and C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. But thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. Jesus. Oh, man. Four Panther Design. I'm Amy's Milaco Bulls. Man, we out of here, bro. Peace, y'all. Oh, God. We're going to have to start our own network, bro, because they're going to kick us off this one. <laughs> Respect the pause, my guy. Jeez. That's crazy.